Okay, the people want to know, are you a Calvinist? The people. The eight people want to know whether I'm a Calvinist. Uh, I never like, uh, and I don't mean to sound all, you know, I, I, I don't love uh, titles or, uh, because then you can just, if you're not that, then you're that. I'd rather you wrestle through uh, ideas and whether you agree with certain ideas versus because you're never a wholesale anything, sure. right? There's always nuance and a verse that's going to crook you a bit and go, oh, I got to wrestle with that verse. Um, and so I'm someone um, who believes that God is absolutely sovereign. I believe God moves first in the context of our salvation, Ephesians mm -hmm. 2. We are dead in our trespasses and our sins. Uh, enslaved to the flesh, to the devil, to the world. And then verse four, but God made us alive, raised us up and seated us with Christ in the heavenlies. Um, and by grace you have been saved through faith so that no one can boast it's a work, it's a gift of God. So I believe that to the core. I believe that salvation is Jesus walking up to the tomb, Lazarus saying, get up. And that our that the credit goes to the grace of God and the work of the Holy Spirit and so on and so forth to a dead soul that needed the quickening. You yeah. know, I believe that if that's a question of salvation, I believe in sovereignty. You know, I believe in sin. You know, so I believe in you know the authority of Scripture. You know, all those kind of things. So you know, yes, I believe in those things, but um, I wouldn't be a wholesale uh, Calvinist in every form of the word, however you understand the word. I mean, that's the problem, right? right? Part of it, right? The questioner has all these ideas about what that means, but I certainly have been influenced in by what are called reformed theologians and thinkers um, throughout history in my thinking. So whether that's John Stott or J.I. Packer, one of our favorites, or Jonathan Edwards, or, you know, what, like Pete, Martin Luther, John Calvin, people who have uh, what would be deemed more reformed thinking. But what I love about our church is there's a generosity, even at yeah. the level of the pulpit, yeah. where I don't, on all you have yeah. to agree with every idea. Like you disagree with things that I believe, Ken disagrees with things, Chinch disagrees with things, uh, the lead pastors disagree with things. And we've always been a church that's gone, well, the church beautifully reflects uh, that anyway. So why not reflect that in leadership? Why not reflect that in the pulpit? Why not reflect that even among the lead pastors? They haven't agreed with everything I've said during this series. And that's okay, because you don't have to divide over stuff like that. So anyway, so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we were uh, actually just teaching this topic to the school ministry students yeah. uh, just this week. Yeah. And then one of the things we talked about was, you know, these titles, Calvinism, Arminianism. It's yeah. like, it's only helpful to a point in trying to understand theological ideas. Sure. But to become that in some way is actually not helpful because these things are just trying to understand the Bible. Yes, right. There's no biblical thing called yeah. Calvinism. There's no biblical right. thing called yeah. Arminianism. Well, yeah. there's no biblical thing called Arminianism right. for sure. Right, right. But, that's my take. Yeah. So, um, but the idea is there are just ways people are trying to understand yes. biblical theology. And systematize. It's about biblical yes. theology. Yeah, it's not about and trying to a systematize title it. of but a there are, or whatever. So while we might go look at Ephesians 2, look at, you know, Romans 9, where God is, you know, Jacob I loved, Esau I hated, Abraham I chose and nobody else, you know, Isaac not Ishmael, all these things. Um, there's these clear biblical texts. God is absolutely sovereign, you know, nothing. He's moving king's hearts. There's also texts from the other side where the seed's going in and someone believes for a bit and the, you know, the, the bird plucks it and so on. So there's, there's this beautiful tension that, yeah. but like you said, 
these phrases are all about trying to systematize ideas that are biblical. We're just trying to go, what's that text right. pointing toward about God and about us and salvation and the way the church is structured and whatever. And so we're yeah. all just trying to- And I think to systematic theology is helpful. It's important yeah. it's for us to understand the Bible. But we have to understand the Bible itself is not a systematic theology. Right. It's stories and all these things and there's yeah. theology in it. Yeah. And then we're just trying to understand it in a way that's consistent. And that's, there's openness to that. One of the things I actually asked in, in the class this week was, is Calvinism, Arminianism, is that a, um, an essential or is right, that Christian a, doctor, or, or right, not? Right, right. right. yes. Because right? yeah, some, yeah. some do. Yep. Like if Jerry Packer is going to say, that's actually pretty essential. Right, right. Charles Spurgeon <laughs> will be like, <laughs> it's Calvin or you don't believe the Bible. It's like, right. It's one like of those it's Calvinism it's like, or it's just not right. biblical. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're saying you don't, the I way don't we believe. work, it's, yeah, not, it's not an essential no. doctrinal no. piece or something. No, I mean, believing in this, believing in the sovereignty of God, wherever that is. I mean, I don't, I think that uh, there's probably not a biblical theology to go, God doesn't know what's going on and he's mm -hmm. fumbling about just like we are. I'd be like, eh, I don't know how biblical right. that is. Right. Um, so there's ideas that I think fall outside the pale of orthodoxy when it comes to who God is. Um, but I don't think that's, uh, maintained in Arminian theology or Calvinist theology or whatever. I think both of those and their purest, greatest definitions are biblical and orthodox and Christian. Right. Yeah. And so I think if you're sitting around kind of going, that there's like, this is a big issue for you on whether you can be at the church or whether yeah. you can be, it's like, you got to understand there's a lot of mystery here. Yeah, there's a lot of Wherever mystery. Wherever you land, mystery. so to sit there the and think, like, it's like, you're embracing mystery either way. Yeah, 100%. So that kind of puffed up way of viewing it, I yeah. think, is is off base. Okay. Um, oh yeah, this is one, actually very important You question. answer it first. I, well, I can't with this oh, one. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good time to choose to you throw You told it a over. story once oh, about your grandpa being abducted. Yes. But you never actually finished the story and people want to know oh, what the heck happened to right, him. Right, right. Because you kind of left it at a cliffhanger of oh, he yeah. got abducted, blah, 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 and you moved on. <laughs> Made some spiritual you point. You never finished yeah, I actually, the story. I actually close my book, The Problem of God, uh, with that story. Uh, I close the book with it. I, I do the same thing. I just leave it there. Because my point is something about actually us and how we, you know, we would take comfort over truth at times. Right. Uh, well, the point of us doing this is, is for you to yes, give us so my grand so this was so my grandfather's passed away now. So this was years ago, like maybe seven seven years ago. Um, and they yeah, they it was a it was a long game ploy where this person, as they do, they take these people who are in these apartment buildings who don't have any family around, and they slowly befriend them, and then they take the money that they've accrued through a lifetime, and he wasn't super rich or anything, but he had money just like people who are 96, who've lived in the same building for 60 years have money from the job they had in the 70s or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were so young, they couldn't really get a home or whatever, so they befriended him and used that money in order to get a nice home and lived in it, and the kind of the point is, you know, and they actually liked him. Like, it wasn't like they were mean and had him down in a cage. It was right. like they would cook him meals and hang out and laugh together. It was the most interaction he's had, because I don't live near him, and my brother doesn't live near him. So a piece of it was like, you know, what, what's the problem? You know, <laughs> I know I'm being taken, but I don't care. Right. Because I get three square meals a day in relationships, so I don't care. So that was the point of the story. So uh, anyway, so that's what happened. And then uh, over, 
over, we told him and he said, it's fine. I don't mind that that's the case. Uh, at least I have people to talk to and whatever. And we said, okay, that's fine. And we left. And then we, I would go visit him and hang out with their family. And when he passed away, that family was the one who called me up and were crying on the phone. They were the ones who attended his funeral. You know, so it was like, crazy. yeah, yeah, no, it's like, uh, like we're hugging at their, we had like the reception at their house. <laughs> it's like, so it the wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't like, <laughs> you know, he's down in a cage and we're like, what's going on? It looks like castaway or something like that. No, it wasn't like that. Right. Um, my, the point of why I tell that story is to say sometimes the truth, even though it's supposed to set us free, he, the truth isn't comfortable. And so we choose to live in a state of like, yeah, I know I'm being taken, but I get three square meals. We do the same with the gospel where we go, I know it's true and the truth is supposed to set me free, but I actually don't want to do sex like that. I don't want right. to do money like that. I'd rather stay here because it's comfortable right. and it's warm. So don't yeah. come here to save me. The line is some people in the book is some people don't want to be saved. Right. Why? What's the reason behind the reason? Anyway, so that's why I tell that story to illustrate that. It's not, I, I didn't mean to leave everybody on a cliffhanger. Of what <laughs> Everyone's really worried. Anyway, yeah. I loved him. He was my dad's dad. So my dad died in uh, 95. And his dad, we had th this relationship after my dad passed away until... He passed away three or four years ago. And so I would go visit every time Aaron and I were back in Toronto. We would go over to his apartment and bring our kids over there, you know, and so try to visit with him and hang out. And so we, we love the guy. So anyway. I always think that this would make a fantastic show. The what? premise being this entire situation. Yes. Where the show is like almost like a dark comedy. <laughs> like a breaking bad. Where, right, well, right. but it's but it's like more comedy. Uh, it's more like yes. arrested development or something, right? Where it's like Right, the grandpa there, who's just living life. Oh yeah, pick sort it up of from there. Forgot yes. the fact that they've tricked him into this yes, whole thing. Yes, right, right. And they keep living as if it's normal. Right. But then they bump up against things that remind them. Like an them old family that, member comes you know, in and goes, "Hey!" Right. <laughs> like I remember when we got there, we thought it would be bust the door open, let's get him out of here. And I ended up helping the guy in with a big flat screen television that my father's right. money bought him, <laughs> <laughs> and he was the nicest guy on the planet. It's That's my life. Okay. So your comment it's about mystery. your comment about people not <laughs> wanting not wanting to be saved. Yes. Okay. We we one of the questions was yeah. um, what do I do with people who actually say I don't care. I'm looking forward to going to hell. Start with you with that one. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going to hell. I think that it's what's fascinating to me yeah. is people who are into any kind of thing like this. Yeah. I always want to ask the question, where are you getting this view from? Of what? Hell. Yes, right. Or, or like, I would much rather allegiance, put my allegiance to Satan. Right, or, yes. or, right. This doesn't exist outside right. of Christianity. Right, yes. Right? Like, right. that's where you're getting all your definitions from. Yes. So how would you possibly read the story mm -hmm. of Christianity or of you know, God yeah. and the Bible and everything that's laying out and come to conclusions that are literally the opposite yes. of what the story is and right. what it's saying. Well, I think I, if right. I read if I read into what they're saying, wonder. I would rather go to a place that values the things I love. Like I love having sex with whomever I want. I love being greedy. Yeah. I love the things you say God doesn't like. 
I like those things. I want to go to the place where those things are celebrated. Now, of course, that's the point. That would right. be my now answer. Now you're making up what hell is. Yeah, no. I think Biggie Smalls had a song back in the day about, mm -hmm. you know, I want to go to hell because heaven, heaven will be boring. Hell's right. full of people that I actually like hanging out with. Right. Smoking weed, blah, blah. We're doing our gangster thing, whatever. Yeah. Um, the problem is that's not what yeah, hell it's is. It's not actually biblical. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, if hell is what the Bible explains, it's isolated, it's torturous, it's, it's, it's suffering, whether that's physical, emotional, spiritual. We don't get into the nature of hell because I don't think that's the point of the question. It's terrible. It's awful. It's, it's, it's not the redemptive grace of God. It's, it's void of all the things that we love. Um, and that's why it's hell. <clears throat> you know, that picture of in, uh, in, the, in the parable where he, the guy in hell can't even get a drip of water. It's like all those things of grace, uh, sex, beauty, water, art, are gifts that we get and they're gone, you know? And it's, 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 it's weeping and gnashing. And Jesus, the most loving, smartest human being has ever lived, is telling you, don't, don't go there, don't go there. Don't, believe me, you don't wanna go there, you know? Um, and so I think that's, it's probably like, I like the things that, heaven isn't about so i'll just go to the place where those things are celebrated and that's not how it works right. because the things that they love and i think this is an important theological point hopefully you get the nuance of this aren't created by hell or satan or evil evil mm -hmm. is always a parasite of something good right so god gives us this there's a there's a tortured version of it there's an out of tune version of it i think nt wright talks about it's like playing a guitar and then there's an out of tune warped version it's not creating anything it's not like that stuff's there yeah. and it shot up and we're like oh this stuff's from heaven this stuff's from yin and yang you know spy versus spy or something that's not how it is it's like every bad thing is a warped version of a good thing that god gave and so hell's the place where not those things those good things don't exist it's interesting to me that you know people do this in other ways even with christianity though where they'll say I'm going to take my worldview based on something out of Christianity, but yeah. then I'm going to actually rewrite the definition sure. for that thing. Yeah, of whether course. it's who Jesus is, whether it's yeah. whether all these things. And How grace go, works. And yeah. you go, you you actually can't do that, right? Because the premise of the thing only exists biblically, right? So yes. you can't now create your own definitions of the right. thing. It yes. has to be it's what good. the biblical definition of the thing is, or it's nothing. Right. It doesn't or exist a, apart it's from a that. Bad version of that thing. Yes. Right. Why should anyone care what you have to say? <laughs> they shouldn't. <laughs> that was a question. They definitely should. I love that question. I love that. That's just a guy so mad at the world, just mad at my haircut, <laughs> just sitting at home going, why should I have to listen to anything? And you don't, bro. It's true. But the biblical, I'm just trying to do my best to explain what the Bible says and apply it to modern life. And that's what I hope people listen to, is the biblical yeah. text and God, the word behind the word and what it says about your life. I'm gonna hack it, I'm gonna get it wrong, right. so don't listen to me. One thing about this question I think is funny is actually people think, this is just to clear it up for everyone, clear yeah. it up for everyone, you don't actually run our social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times. We get questions yeah. or direct and, and messages. And people tell me not calls, to read them either, so like, I don't do that like, either. Hey, Mark, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we're sitting here going, our social media people yeah. and whatever, yeah. and it's like, they think yeah. you're yeah. actually 
you do, you, you're not doing this. No, we so have you're, amazing you can stop people. sending him conversational notes through amazing the social people, media. Far better than he's me not do running this stuff, yeah. the social I'm accounts. Not, yes, I'm not. Um, yeah, and I'm rarely reading what's going on there. I, right. When because I do post things, they're usually through some the irony, third party. The irony thing. to this question yeah. in most of the, you know, honestly, we don't get an insane amount of negativity. No, I mean, no, no. I, the, doing the series, we, you know, we're asking for it a bit because yeah. we're putting it out there publicly sure. and so people respond and that's, that's good that's because you get people who actually aren't Christians engaging with our stuff, yeah. which I don't, we go, hey, what an honor we're being used like that. Mm -hmm. That's great. Um, but it's always funny to me that questions like this, you go, why should I care? And it's like, well, you care enough to, 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 to post ask why this you care. Yeah. or to submit right. this question or yeah. to bother to go on Facebook and try to shred everything we're yeah. doing. And you kind of go. I mean, here, let me, let me just be honest. I mean, my buddy looked at me the other day. Uh, he runs his company and he's like, I don't get what your job is right now. He's like, <laughs> all, he's like, Here's what we've asked you to do. We've asked you to become a, a, a specialist on the craziest topics that need so much nuance, you need to be up there for four hours and have seminars. And you're supposed to speak into all these issues with absolute information, perf perfect information. And, and once that one's done, you're supposed to do it again on another topic and do this all in five days yeah. and just keep going for seven yeah. weeks on, on the stuff that needs so much. Why, what is yeah. this? You know, and the, and trolls, so what the trolls can just sit there on the sidelines eating their popcorn, <laughs> watching you do it every week and, and just that's go, fine. but what about this? Yeah, and what right? about it's this like, well, one article I what read? What are you a, doing? Yeah. I, right? And guys, we asked for it and that is my job. Yes. And I take great joy in trying to, my best to do it, to read everything I can, to, listen to everything I can so I can present information that's theologically as accurate as I can be, culturally, you know, relevant as I can be and up to date as I can be, but I'm going to fail at that because I can't do all the nuance that I want and my ideas aren't perfect. And that's why I'm saying, go to the text, yeah. use me for whatever, and then go to the, that, that's what's important, a biblical worldview, not a, right. um, you know, something else. So. I think that's probably a good way to wrap it up. Sure. Yeah, the, uh, the series was, I mean, it was fun. It was it's interesting. fun, yeah. It's cool to go through all it the questions, great. get a yeah. handle on what are people asking. And totally. So thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, thanks guys. for listening. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the series. And uh, we'll see you again soon on the release.